Welcome to Cyptionary. Hey. 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 Welcome. Listen. Uh, you you were, by the way, I went back and listened last week, and you were right on with your whistle tune, your auto tune. Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. You didn't listen to it? I No, I don't re-listen to us. Oh, I do it's all painful the time. En- it's painful enough just <laughs> going through this. No, I, li- I listen to it. Not it all the time. That's weird, listen. guys. No, you then. listen to yourself? Yeah. 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 Sometimes it's in so the middle of the night. So I wake yeah. up. And what? I just, Are you no. serious? No, no, that's weird. No, that's that's weird. I'm kidding. Yeah. So I, oh, I, I tell Nikki all dreams, the time, maybe. like I, not all the time, but a lot of the time, I think I have perfect pitch. It's probably more. Could be. It's probably more relative pitch than anything. Yeah, else. it's probably more relative because I've got decent relative p- pitch. I don't know what that means. Well, well, in other words, you're in the area. You're in the area. Yeah, you're in the campground. So, like, but if I was right on, on, then I was right on. There's no, there's no yeah, wishy washiness there. Well, right, but like relative pitch. You, in order for you to have perfect pitch, you literally have to be perfect every single time. Well, so and then not only that, you, I, I would. Is that what perfect would, means? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I, would, <laughs> I could sing a note, okay. and you would go. That's G. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah, that's perfect pitch. So like my, so like Brittany's got a that's cousin. Okay. Seriously, okay, okay, sing a note. Sing like, a note. Oh. Um. <laughs> There's no way to check this. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Um. Da dum da dum. No, no, hold on, hold on. I got my tunable here. Yeah. We your tunable. We can do it. Here. Well, Dumb. yeah, you That's can do that. But you got to tell us what note. Yeah, you got to tell me what note that is. All right, hold on. And, you, you and do it without even thinking about it. Dun. Hold on, hold on. I'll, uh, hold on. We got to figure out what this dum, is. Just dum, dum, dum. Dun. Okay. What is it? Well, he's got. To, he's got. Oh, he's got to tell us. C. <laughs> wow, actually, good job. Boom. No, see, I I knew. Boom. It. I actually knew it was C. Nope, you're wrong. It was G. No, come on. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not. That, that, that that's wasn't not the dumb. That's dumb. That was C. That's Good job. C. So maybe you do have perfect pitch. Here, let's try this one. Let's try this one. Let's try another one. Um. Dun. A. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's F. You were close though. Oh, okay. Then that's um, wait. That's that's G. 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 No. No, you're really close. Okay, that's really annoying. It's A flat, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, good come grief. on. <laughs> well, oh, come on. No, I knew. I I <laughs> that's A. That's A. Every A time. That's A. That's yeah. awesome. I have perfect pitch. It's perfect. A Just get out of here. A flat, though, was the right. Oh, come on. Get a grip. <laughs> What the perfect pitch means? Okay. Perfect all, right, all the time. Perfect. So so that's relative, probably. It's probably relative. Okay. Maybe a cousin. I have some you sort have of cu- pitch. Cousin pitch. It's a little pitchy, dog. Um, I have some sort of pitchiness. I got an idea what it is. D. Very close. F. Ver- no. E. Very close. E flat. Very good. Okay. E flat. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Brutal. So. Okay. Relative pitch. Relative. Well, I think with really more training, you could get you could get perfect pitch. With more training, no, I can no, do a perfect, lot of things. No, no. Perfect pitch. I think is a uh, is something I, that you're. Have telling. we had that conversation yeah, before? I tell that to my wife. We've all had the that time. conversation before. <laughs> what? What's that? That's we this joke. is a great. This is a family this joke. This is a great question. Like if 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 there was no limit, like let's just assume, like. um you could Are we having this discussion? You could do anything we, we you ha- wanted to. I had this discussion all the time with Nikki. You could all do the time. you could do anything you wanted to do assuming that you have had the training. What would it be? 
me? Yeah. Like if you could do anything. Oh, she, there, there's a million things. Like what? Like, um, I'd love to be a tour guide in the Alps. See, there you go. You can do it. Go do it. That's it. That would be miserable. Uh, that's one <laughs> of many things. I would love. I that, would love. To. That ranks right up there with volunteering to go on a farm. That <laughs> that's it. That that's that's your dream job. No, like that's I'm. That's one of many. I would love to do that. I would love to. I, I mean that. You, you could get if you've been to the you've been to the Alps. Yeah. I mean, like it doesn't matter if it's winter or 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 summer. It's just doggone gorgeous. No, that's true. Yeah, but so you I'm still like, have to. Let me a little let me take people a tour of this little town. You want to walk all around and I'd be glad to. Oh, that sounds miserable. No, it'd be. Can you imagine? Just I could actually see Dad doing doing that and doing a good job. I would love to do An that. Alp like, I tour see guide. These, I, well, I have these on uh, Instagram. I have these. Like I, I follow Greece. I follow. Great Britain, that German uh, Instagram, that follows German, awesome. and I'm looking at that, going like, I want to, I want to live there, I want to live there, I want to go right there, I want to be right there. I mean, I would do that. I would do it now. That's one of many things I would do. That's really interesting. Yeah, didn't no, they, I yeah. didn't expect that. Yeah, I didn't expect that either. I would have thought like musician. Well, I've often wanted to be. I've often wanted to be a jazz musician, a jazz pianist. Mm, there you go. There and, you go. And I, I can could, see that. I could sit there and just take off and go. Like I, I, I look back, I look back and in my training, I'm like, I wish I could have gotten training in that. Like if, if I had, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, like I, I really love the piano guys in that way. Yeah. I don't like, that's a music group, is all the, sound the same. That's a group, by the way. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, you know, but, but <laughs> we oh, know, we're not, oh, we know, not, you know, we're <laughs> not talking to you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> the piano guys, I know, I look know, them I up. Know. It, every one of their songs kind of sound the same <laughs> and stuff like that. But I, all I'm saying is. Uh, I, w- I would love to sit in a piano some somewhere outside in nature and have it videoed and just me playing. You know, I- I'd love I'd, to do. I'd something love to like see that. that. that yeah. <laughs> you out in nature, nature. on a piano <laughs> in the Alpines. You in just the Alps. You and giving your tours, giving tours, <laughs> and natural playing environment. The Hunter, what about you? But anyway, I go yeah. back and forth. Like I literally, this is some, this is literally mm. a joke, and I, I think some of it comes from like I, I really feel like we had decent education growing up, and and he, uh, here's what I mean by that. I mean. Like we had, we had so many experiences. We were in everything. We did everything. Yeah, yeah. we, we played yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had, but it was like kind of uh, an inch deep and a mile wide, right. a little bit. Right now, it was top drawer experience. So, like, here, here's what I feel. I feel like in my life, I am like a B minus at everything I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm a solid B minus in everything I, I which 100%. means I'm, I can I'm like with you. I can yeah, pick I up a soccer ball and play at a B minus level or. Yeah. You know, I can throw a football at a B minus level, or I can nope, play I instruments at a B minus level. You know, whatever it is, I feel like I'm average. You know, and maybe and maybe just an, just in some things like a touch above average. But like, but what I'm not is good at anything. Like, I'm not really good at like any one thing. Does that makes sense. Like, I'm yeah, I'm, it, I'm, it does. But I I I just I I think like yeah. in, in so. What are ways, what are what is one thing or two things that you want to be really really good at, or that you could be? I think I could have done more with baseball. Yeah, for sure. I, I believe that. I think I could have done more with that. Um, the other thing, like, I would have loved to, like, looking back, I would have loved to have pursued is more related to, like, sports broadcasting. Yeah. Or yeah, sports, I think you could sports and Like, sports analysts, whatever Yeah, that yeah. would have been amazing. I think you could um, anyway, I think, so, like, again, I feel like I could do that at a B plus or a B minus level, like, right now, but... With more training, I could get that up to. Yeah, the the go. problem with that is is it's it's endless. Like, I mean, I I, I think I kind of always thought I'm I'm 
a jack of all trades and really master of none. That, yeah, that's right. Um, and I, and this is where I'm really glad that I'm doing what I'm doing right now in the, in my in my doctrinal program. Like I, I think I'm really honing in on an area that. Frankly, I, I like doing. Well, it's your job. It's so. my job. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job. And I like doing uh, it. Khakis. I like doing it. But I don't think I'm ever going to get, you know, like to A level. I probably will never get there. Sure. Um, and I don't even know if I know what it, A level is. Yeah. Because I don't even know if I want to get there, listen, to be honest. Listen, so this is what my kind of my life update was because I, I just finished reading about a 700 page book Jeez. on Bible interpretation, past and present. That literally goes all the way back to the earliest days. Like, can you imagine being the dude that is writing this? Like, seriously, he's going back, studying how these guys clear back around 50 BC or, or 50 AD, uh, even even earlier than that. I think I'd have to go back and look. And then he's telling us about what they did, and then who did it. So did like they, he did is, they talk has, about those Anabaptists and post-Reformation? Uh, yeah, he got into all of that. Those people Ooh, are crazy. Then he goes on all the way to, to present, and he wrote this in 1996. I'm like, this oh, dude wow. must have sat on this work for decades before it printed. Like, yeah, it's no huge. Joke. It's huge. So I had, to, I, had to, I had to read all of that and try to and – in, and in times, it was a yawner. I mean, I honestly, you're just like, oh, what in the world is he talking about? I have no idea what, he's, what is he talking about. But one of the few things is you stand back. I have to write, to write a 10-page paper and say, this is what I think of or this is how I reflect on it. So I wrote, wrote down several things. Like, you know, one of the things that you see is there's this, there's this ebb and flow of, of good, solid biblical interpretation. And then there's this, this, this kind of period where it's, it's ridiculous. Like yeah. They go off goes the rails. Crazy. And it goes crazy. And then there's the result of Are we the ebb or are we the flow? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're in a pretty good spot. Um, there's just so much wealth and information. But, yeah, there, and, and I and I and I I even talked to that because I think that's a problem because there's mm. so much information. All right, Catholic I'm, Church, calm down. Well, no, <laughs> no, I'm sitting there with so much information that I go, is okay. Did I study that enough? Did I did I did I did I rightly interpret that? Did I use all the tools that I have at my disposal to rightly interpret that? And is that interpretation the yeah. Only interpretation. Yeah. In, in many ways, we're fighting to simplify. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, and and it's and it's become very very difficult. And it's a, it's a discipline. Like it's yeah. a literally every week I got to go. No, 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 no. I can't go there. I can't. I'm not going to go there. So, like for instance, I just went through the Olivet Discourse. All right. I mean, there is volumes and volumes written on systematic views of the Olivet Discourse. Right. Rather than. And there's not very many volumes rather than just taking what Jesus, what Matthew says, Jesus says, and just taking that and using the same interpretive skills that you would use for everywhere else and just giving what does he what say? What does the text say? What yeah. does the text say to those people? Yeah. No, that's right. That's right. And, and that's not right. having all these systematics, you know, giving Here's shadows. Here's all the extrapolations. Right. And, and, and I'm just like. Implications. So I had to just go, No. No, no. Here's what he says. Here's what he says. Here's what he says. And I, I mean, I think I think I handled it reasonably well. But I'm just saying it was. We all do, Dan. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so it's so true. all I'm saying is it, there's there's great problems with with the amount of information we know now, and then there's also great problems with um, all the interpretation tools that we have now. Um, 
in, in your interpretive work. So what I, what I ended with, I gave a conclusion at the end, was just, look, become good at the tools that you have are most familiar with. So I remember this when I was, in, when I was a freshman in, in college. There were several avenues I wanted to go down. And I remember talking to um, a guy that I looked up to, and I just said to him, Where, which direction do I go? And he says, just what do you have in your hand right now? That's great. A walking stick. That's great. <laughs> and a picture of the Alps. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, and what I, literally what I had in my hands was my, <laughs> was my ability to play the piano. <laughs> yeah. And he said, get really good at that and let God expand you from there. And I, honestly, I look back now, you know, that was 30, 40 years ago, and I'm like, that's kind of what I've done. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I'm very sympathetic to you. I don't feel like I've done it on an A level. I don't even know what an A level is. I think in some ways, um, I, I think I've, we've been we've had really good success. The other thing that I really have enjoyed is is disciple making. I just love making disciples. So I sat there yesterday with um, a guy from our church, and, and I just. It just brought me great joy. I went home just going like, "This is there's nothing better than that." And we didn't do anything special. Yeah, we just talked about the Lord and what the Word of God, how the Word of God is changing us, mm-hmm. and how that's playing out in His life and how yeah. it's playing out in my life. You know what? I go home and I'm going like, "I get paid to do that. That's awesome. That is awesome." And I want to continue to make disciples. Yeah, and I don't care who else knows about it. I don't care if I get popular or if I, you know, I I just want to make disciples popular. Yeah, that I that's what I want to do, and and I want to keep doing that. Yeah. So if, if that's all right. So if to answer your question, oh boy, that's what I really really want to do, and I want to end my life making disciples, and I don't care where I'm in. So I don't care where I am. <clears throat> what I'll about go to the Alps? What about given there's disciples there? Given there? your personality and there? your strengths and weaknesses, and assuming education is not or training is not a hindrance, what are some things that you would not want to be? Oh, want to sheesh. Do? Oh, that's there's plenty. I don't yeah. want to be a truck driver. I don't want to drive trucks. Well, that appeals to me. It actually appeals to me too, <laughs> to be honest. As much as I hate driving large <laughs> well, vehicles, I, I wanted to know what what you like, what your positive I thought thing about was. that like, though. Yeah, what, what was your thing? Um, I would have I kind of gone would have gone three ways, and one of them is like fairly recent. Um, like a skyline chili dog. Oh. <laughs> Oof. A three way skyline chili. Oof. Yeah. Um, one would have been. I think I would have. I think I would have liked to have pursued. I had I really considered this. I don't know if you knew this or not, but an undergraduate, I really considered going on for a master's degree in choral conducting. Ooh. I really wanted to do that. Serious? I didn't know that. That's cool. You would be good at that. I really I I was I don't know what what the what pivoted my decision to go into biblical counseling for for master's degree. Well, it's because they didn't have they didn't have a master's in choral conducting at Northland. Yeah, but I don't know why. I don't think they did, but I don't know why I ended up doing that. Like I don't remember either. I don't remember. I think what part it was. of it because it just came available. Probably what it was. Yeah, um, that was one. But I I didn't know that because I I would have I would have been loved for that. my I choral would've. conducting courses yeah. in undergraduate. Cheapers. My undergraduate degree. I I loved that. Um. So so you know you know I did the Handel's Messiah. With the Southside Choir years ago, yeah, yeah. I remember with, that with Ron Hamilton and Frank Garlock mm-hmm. in the choir themselves. Name dropping with Eric Sight. <laughs> no, awesome. but I'm just telling you, I absolutely like all by memory, all by memory. Loved it, loved it, loved it. That's crazy. 
That's why, I mean, I, 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 to this day, I could still do that. I love good choral music. I had it going this morning. I know. Me too. I do too. So that was one. That's one. Them. Uno. Uh, a second one that I really like would have would love to do is some sort of professional managerial job in in foot and soccer. Like um, I would love to do that's that. Cool. That's hard to get. Because, that's hard to get to though. Because most ninety percent of that is psychology. It's the psychology of of the mind. And and motivation around the psych- psychological yeah, I think coaching in general, and you'd have to like ten percent of his tactics, 10%. and then um, like ninety, probably more than ten percent. No, I don't. I disagree. Ten percent well, is fundamentals. tactics. Yeah. Fundamentals, like say. anything else. But you, you, you get the fundamentals. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about. No, I'm not talking no. about. I'm talking about professional level where they've already got S- the fundamentals. Still, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You still have to. I think and that's ten percent. Okay. It's ten percent. Ninety percent is. Are you literally quoting Eminem right now? No. Is that a thing? Ten percent luck. Is it ninety percent luck? Ten percent skill. Something. 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 Is that power, power will. Is that Eminem with pretzels? With pretzels yep. and peanuts and peanuts and, and caramel. Little. Um, and then the third one, I've really fallen in love with, like, and this started last year actually. Really. Yeah, I really, I've really fallen in love with golf. I really love golf. Really, I really love it. It's a lot of fun. An expensive abs- hobby. I'm absolutely terrible. No, the I can go nine holes for free right here. Walk nine holes for free. Right. A blacklit course. Yep. So I'm like trying to figure out a thing where I can like maybe I could go like every week, every morning, once a week. Every not, morning, not every once morning. a week. <laughs> <laughs> every morning, once a week. Uh, like once a week, once I'll a do week. It every morning. Once a week, every <clears> morning. <throat> like, like. Like somehow, like I can just go walk, walk the nine holes and do it for free, kind of thing. And I can. I didn't know it was free. Yeah, yeah. You know what else is free? I've got a, I've got a really nice set of clubs, that was gifted to me. Dad's. (laughs) 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 Wait, is that not true? No, it's not true. He just rubs it in every time. Dad, like, like, I'm like, I just, I just like, okay, okay. So these are very special to me. That he doesn't use. I don't use them. I don't use them, but I also don't want them. Lost. They're not. I'm not going to lose them. I know that. I have some clubs. If you want to, you have clubs. Yeah, I have clubs, dude. Like we could use clubs because sometimes, like Judd goes with us. He doesn't have a full set. Oh, Judd can have mine. Well, I don't use. Bring them. The only reason I have them is because, like, where did you get them? Once a year, somebody says, "Hey, let's go golf." I like. I like golfing though too, but I don't. I'm terrible. Yeah, so I'm terrible terrible. too, but I don't lose my mind over it. Some people lose their mind. I lose my golf. I lose (laughs) my mind because I can't (laughs) doggone figure it out. I know. Like that's why it's awesome. Just go down the field. At least disc golf, like I know exactly what went. But that's why I love it because it. First (sighs) off, it's like it's incredibly like a it's a huge stress reliever. It's a huge stress reliever, and it's not about. Everything else, every, like most every sport, is about like power and strength and speed. None of which I really have. <laughs> You've got right? power. Uh, yeah, you got power. The the golf is more of just technique. Like it's not about how hard you swing the club. It's about the technique you how use. How hard the, the club swings you. you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. I really love I really love golf, and so like. Um, yeah, I really, I, I, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a stress stressless activity for me, not for everybody. It's probably more stressful for people who are good to play with me, 
because <laughs> they they get really frustrated probably with me. Because you're looking for balls all yep. the time. Yep, I'm slicing them and dicing them and pepping them and yeah. yep, golf golf not my thing. So yep. those three things not mine either. But cool. I like it. I my preference would be. Like when we were at Hilton Head, just go nine holes. Just go nine holes and be done. I did 18 for the first time this well, year, and that was – I was like, ooh, this is a lot. That's I think lot. I need to, like, just work up to that because it is nine. a lot. Because Jimmy Gardner and Bryce, they play, like, 18, like, it's nobody's business. Right. And I'm like, I think I need to – nine was good. Nine, I was, I was, nine is good. And you get tired, then you start whiffing. Yeah, make it even worse. Yeah. You just yeah. grip it and rip it, and that doesn't help you. Nope. All right. Well, uh, we one of the she's <laughs> we're like twenty minutes in. We like already yeah, had a like, little. Uh, right. We've got yeah, people hanging good. up on us already, man. They're yeah, like, that's uh, right. no, no, no. Uh, we want to just mention uh, this is Holy Week, and actually we're recording on Good Friday. We and, are, and uh, certainly this is a Good Friday. Um, you know, I'm I'm reminded of a couple things on a Friday like this. Number one, um, you know, we we constantly say that. You know, we were the reason that Jesus hung on the cross, and there's certainly some truth to that. It was, you know, our sin that held him there. But more than any of that, you know, Jesus willingly laid down his life for us. This was not, you know, sin over power of Jesus. Jesus literally, willingly, out of love, in full control, in full power, went to the cross uh, and and died for us. So we celebrate that today, and we say that truly this is a this is a good friday you know certainly we we come with we look at the cross and we see our guilt and shame uh but also we leave the cross knowing mm-hmm. that our guilt and shame is is laid in with him yeah um so it's it's a good friday and then uh, we look forward to easter so you know i i know like this is my first year kind of interacting with holy week uh, as a as a pastor uh, of a church and dad you've been doing this for years so you know what are, what are kind of your feelings going into uh the holy week good friday easter what are your what are your kind of feelings going in well, I first of all, let me just say I love it. I absolutely love it. I love Christmas for the same reason uh, because it. I mean, you cannot get away from the story of Christ either at Christmas or resurrection. Favorite time um, of the year. And what's that? Christmas is my oh, absolute Easter That's favorite time. I mean, I love Easter. But yeah, I like Easter. I, say, I, I love resurrection simply because it's it's the new beginning and all that the resurrection means. But I have to tell you, I, I think I've mentioned this as we when we came in this morning. I don't know uh, of a time of year where I don't feel spiritual warfare from within more than both Resurrection Week and Christmas Week. Like my sin is greater, my my selfishness b- becomes rises to the surface. I do battle. Um, there's been several things this past couple of weeks where I I just have it has so discouraged me and and just like just like has um I'm sorry we disappoint you dad no no it's not you guys <laughs> trust me it's yeah. it's just it's, uh, it's just other things that are going on that quite frankly I, I look at this and I go how how god do you sort all this out cuz i don't know how to sort it out just things that are going on in the kingdom of god and people um having terrific issues um people hurting and really really difficult ways but then also you mean horrific or or like terrific like um both tragically terrific tragically like tragically terrific yeah so i'm just saying like (laughs) sorry sorry people sorry sorry we're actually actually trying my mouth sorry trying to be serious here but um just 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 the uh, the week of uh, particularly the the uh, Good Friday service uh, I've been working on it I'm going from John chapter 19 
um, and just really dealing with the, the fact that, that it's finished. You know, G, the last two things Jesus says on the cross is, I thirst. And there's a real sense that he, he, this is different from the first time he gets something to drink. That's more of a, a painkiller um, and just keeps, and what it does is it prolongs um, the person uh, uh, hang on the cross. The idea of the Roman crucifixion was to, to hang on there as long as they can. Yeah. Um, and, and in this particular case, the reason that the soldiers would come in and, um, and uh, hit the legs, uh, break the legs, is so that they would die before um, the, the Passover um, is, is ended and, um, or begins. I'm trying to think of which one it is. Anyway, um, what's that? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, so um, what I'm what I'm saying is is that they didn't have to do that to Jesus because he had he had given up given up his spirit his spirit mm. and and we'll be talking about that. But the cool part of it tonight is the fact that it's just it is finished. Everything that was done, we don't we don't add to it one thing. Yeah. Um, there's not one more thing for us to do. He doesn't look to us at all for our salvation we look to him yeah that's right and there's great joy in that and i was able to share this with uh, a couple even this week that i think <clears throat> have recently just come to christ and come to mm, terms yeah. with with what the gospel really is both of them grew up in religious um and i would say um condemning condemning religion mm. um and they've come to to know christ and it's been a thrill to see that. But then I look forward to Resurrection Sunday. And yeah. one of the favorite things that we do is um, we, we, we like tonight, we will just walk out. And, and I just tell the people, <clears throat> this is not a time for fellowship. This is not a time for, you know, talking to each other about, you know, what's going on in this world. It's a time to contemplate our Savior dies. Yeah. Our, this God man gives himself to death yeah. on purpose takes upon him the full wrath of the father mm. the world turns dark um and it's reminiscent of what took place in egypt when um when, when they were uh, bombarded with the plagues there darkness mm. um and yeah. before the passover and it, and you just look at that and you just go we don't we don't understand that because we don't have some of those rituals we don't have some of those ceremonies and because of christ we don't we don't have to walk through that but the point is that darkness comes and darkness is always a picture uh, of the need of the necessity of light yeah. and Jesus does rise from the dead yeah. and that resurrection is what gives us hope because um, sin brings death and there's everything about us right now that we are we are we are we are headed towards death or we're as, as we're living in, a, in the result of a death-like existence yeah. because of sin. That's right. And it's the resurrection that, that turns the spotlight of hope on the fact that Christ now is alive, sitting at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. So we not only have his death and resurrection, his perfect life lived on our behalf, but his advocacy that, that deals with our mm. ongoing sin. Yeah. And so when the Father looks down... The Savior goes, nope, he's got my blood. He's that's got right. my righteousness. He's, got, right. he's, he's fine. He's yours. And that, that's, that's where our hope comes from. We have no hope outside of that. And that's, that's right. what's so fun to be able to tell this couple this week. Um, anything outside of Christ's righteousness is condemnation. That's right. Yeah. And, and they're, yep. they're condemned to eternal hell. And, but the good news 
and this, it's constantly good news. Every day you get to wake up knowing that his righteousness is still there. Why? Mm-hmm. Because Christ eternally sits at the right hand of the Father. Yeah. That's right. So it's just this beautiful picture. So one of the first things we do is walking out Friday, we contemplate, but the first thing we do when we come to church on Sunday is we just say, he's risen. That's right. And the, con- the congregation responds with, he's risen indeed. And I, I just tell you, it's, it, it, is, uh, it's, it gives me goosebumps. It always does. It always does. And it's something that we should really contemplate every Sunday. That's right. That's right. That we get to celebrate the, the death, burial, and resurrection of our, of our Savior. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that, like, kind of the darkness of this time and, you know, maybe the struggle of the spiritual warfare. And that shouldn't surprise us in many ways. I had a conversation with one of our church members who kind of experienced, you know, similar things the last two weeks of, like, man, this just feels like a time of intense you know, spiritual darkness or warfare. And even like last night, Quentin and I were talking, you know, the situation going on in our church. And um, I just, wo- I just literally woke up this morning with this, like it, it, the thought literally went through my head, like Jesus, only you can raise the dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, Oh man, this is exactly mm-hmm. what we're celebrating mm-hmm. this week. Like that's, you know, that's that exactly is. what we're talking about. And every yeah. week is, is like that. But you know, yeah, it's, it's interesting that you meant that you mentioned the, maybe some of the ebbs and flows of ministry, you know, kind of lead to darkness during this time. I yeah. kind of felt that last yeah. night and even this morning. Gummy bears have helped. Um, <laughs> what? So the gummy bears have helped. Oh, but, good, 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 good. Um, no, but I, oh yeah, I, it's interesting yeah. that that's kind of the flow seemingly. But we're looking forward to to uh, Good Friday service tonight. Our church is uh, joining up with yours. I so know. I'm looking I forward, look to, forward that. to that. Um, and and then, we uh, always we always have we always have. You know, it's interesting because like I think we we have uh, Protestants have always kind of just allowed the the roman catholics to take good friday you know and have their own services where um really when we were in germany i had i had germans who came either from a lutheran background or a catholic background go how come you guys don't do anything on good friday shame and i was like (laughs) and and christmas eve like christmas eve was a huge time service and i never i had never participated in one before i'm still kind of surprised that we don't do anything on christmas day like well, when I look at it, that's it's like, true too. That is true too. But whatever. I, I, I. What my probably my all-time favorite service is Christmas Eve service. Yeah, I love that service. Yeah. It's a good service. Um, it's a great it's service until you get stuck in a snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> word, that was awful. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> that was crazy this past year. We are so sometimes we, uh, like we did this all through the Christmas season. We have a a song that we kind of sing before the service kind of even begins. Yeah. Um, kind of like a prelude hymn kind of thing. And during the Christmas season. You did that we, during Advent? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. Wait, what song was it? Oh, we did a like, couple different ones. Couple oh, different ones. Couple, okay. I mean, I like, it wasn't just one, but they were kind of themed around Advent-type stuff. And we, I think we we did a, wonderful, we, a sermon series on Wonderful Counselor, mm-hmm. Mighty God, Everlasting right. Father. And so the songs that we sang were Fall kind of sung. unto us. Nope. Nope. Didn't do didn't, that. Didn't do... Lovely, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You didn't do Uh, that one. No, we did not do that one. Welcome back. Hey, and we're back. Welcome back. What is that from? Why do you always do that? Is that that's, just it's a song? That's a song. That's a song. Welcome back, Cotter. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. That's a. It's, a it's on the 70s. Uh, one of our podcasts that I listen to. Anyway, I don't remember what mm. podcast. It's a. Is it a seventies or eighties? 
uh, it's kind of in that little era, it seems, um, series. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back, Cotter. Sure. Never heard of it. Uh, who's got the, who's got the what for? Who's, he who's, is who's, doing, he's doing the what who's for. Who's noteworthy? What? Oh. What is that? Are you getting a haircut? Is it noteworthy? <laughs> is it noteworthy? Noteworthy. Is that was weird. Noteworthy. noteworthy. What, what is happening? Doing? What are you? What are you doing? It did it? What you do? Oh, what? I don't know what's going on with that. All right, I got the noteworthy today. You, you are the noteworthy. Um, my wife and I, we we found another comedian on Netflix that you guys should oh, listen to. Oh my great. goodness! We apologize for any yes thing that it's very clean. Oh, oh, right. oh right. Okay. okay, good. Very, Let's hear it. Let's very hear clean. About him. No swear words. <clears throat> no objectionable. None. none. Zero. Okay. No objectionable jokes. Okay. Or sacrilegious jokes. Okay. Just a very, very funny dude. Very, okay. very dry. His name is Nate Bargatze. Bargatze. B-A-R-G-A-T-Z-E. Oh, Bargatze. Bargatze. Nate Bargatze. He's got two specials on Netflix that you can watch. They're both an hour long. Okay. okay. Um, very, 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 very funny dude. I would. Um, we watched one of them. We're gonna mm. watch the other one. There, the one that. So we you've w- only watched one of these that you're recommending. Yeah, one. Of, All right, only one watch of the first one. People. One of them. <laughs> one of them's the rated <laughs> Let PG. Let Quentin screen the other one. Rated PG. PG. Yeah. Okay. No. Again, no. Very clean. No is objectionable he, elements. Is he a Christian? No, he's not a Christian. <laughs> because Christian comedians are bad. Are very bad. They're very bad. Um, I mean, Tim Hawkins is kind of funny sometimes. 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 Yeah, the, but like even then it, you border on like the sacrilegious line, like really, really close. That is true. Uh, and that then the other true. one's yeah, actually. You start, you start talking about Chick-fil-A like he does, and it's really. Too close to home. It's really. Don't yeah, you, you need don't to you step you off there, sir. Right. <laughs> uh, the other one that we didn't watch is actually rated G. Oh. So okay. I'm telling you, very clean. Okay. Um, Nate Bargatze. Uh, and uh, I think the one that we didn't watch, I think, is. is um, let me find the title of it is Nate Bargatze, the greatest average American, <laughs> the greatest average American. Average That's American. how we feel. I know. So I was like, my guy right there. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> uh, but it's very funny. Um, he's got a great bit. Uh, great. Got, got a lot of a couple of great bits on ordering um, um, iced coffee with with cream from Starbucks. Oh, that'd be cool. And um, you guys both really funny. Starbucks. Yeah, that's, it's pretty know. funny. I don't go to Starbucks that much. Not anymore. We used to. We, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we used worked to. there. Yeah, that's true. Um, can you keep shaking the table, please? That's not me. That's my me. Sorry. Word. What are you? Get your foot off the table. Oh we all goodness. we all have restless leg syndrome. The <laughs> other thing I was going to <laughs> recommend, noteworthy, is a book um, oh. for just if you're interested in um, a different outside perspective on how to deal with um, with money is the psychology of money. Oh, I thought you'd be like, like a new perspective on Paul's well, theology. No, no, this is not oh, theological please. at all. <laughs> please, can this we not is, do that? It's <laughs> not Christian at all either. So you get uh. nothing Christian from me, because um, <laughs> so because I'm not a. Cause, can cause I quote I wor- you on that? I work in the world. I'm a worldly You're person. You yeah. are a secular person. I'm a secular. How dare secular. you? I listen to secular books. Secularism. Um, but it's 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 pretty, it's pretty interesting. It's very uh, thought provoking. In, uh, the science of money? What's it called? Psychology, psychology of money. Psychology it's, of it's, money. I don't think we as Christians do a very good job of talking about money, and I think it all stems Jesus from... Jesus did. Right. It's the thing Jesus talked about the most. Money? The most? Yeah. Most? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Do your research, people. Do your homework. Okay. Nah. 
<laughs> everything, everything, like people that like Jesus talked about hell the most. We're like, yeah, I've heard. I know he did the <laughs> most. That's <laughs> <laughs> just so like good. all right. So who has who counts? You know, like what qualifies the most? Like the most verses, the most words, right? Like what what qualifies? And, and I'm like, no is idea. that really necessary for us to try to categorize things yes. that way? But is that it point is five percent is, is a huge difference. That is huge. Okay. Is anyway. he talking about it in a negative or positive light? I don't know. Yeah. So that's the other thing I want to know about because I think the most people, when most Christians, we talk about money, the very first thing we all think of is giving. It's the root of all evil. Tithing. Not giving. Tithing. No, no one thinks of that. Not give. Yeah, you're you're they not talk, a give? No. You're not but a it's give? the love of money that's the root of all evil. Right. So people hear that and then they draw their own conclusions as to what that might mean, which I think are mostly inaccurate. And, and unbiblical, but anywho, this is not a Christian's perspective on on it. It's no, just a very. I'm not going to read it. Okay, then. fine. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody else who's normal. Oh, <laughs> okay, that, no, that's, that's good. That would be interesting. interesting so, two maybe. noteworthy things. If anybody's mm-hmm. interested, take it or leave it. That's awesome. If you leave it, that means more for me. So it's fine. I'm, right. I'm, no, I think it'd cool. be great. That's Who's, awesome. Who wrote it? You know, I don't remember. I don't yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Really. Well, it's an audiobook, so I you don't when you have an audiobook, you don't like you don't pay attention uh, to who writes it. Right. It's Morgan Housel. Oh, Morgan. Yeah, the yeah, is no boy idea. or girl? I'm not going there. I'm not going there. No idea. I think it's a guy. I think he's a is. guy. So. All right, he's a guy. So, what are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Uh, okay. Yankees. Um, very so cool. I, uh, yeah, very cool. I have the devotional mm-hmm. today, and uh, mine will kind of segue into a little bit of a noteworthy uh, myself. Um, but I, I've been reading Gentle and Lowly, a uh, recent book by Dane Orland. Ooh, that's good. Um, I've read it's it too. It's become a little controversial these days, I guess, for some crazy reason. But um, uh, one of the things that uh, he really hits on, um, and of course it all kind of stems on that the whole theory for the book or, or kind of thesis for the book is Jesus's heart. And he explains this in Matthew 11. Uh, for he is gentle and lowly of heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of the idea. So come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You know, take my yoke upon you, for it's easy. I'm gentle and lowly in heart. And uh, one of the things that, like, this is going to sound kind of dumb and cliche, but, like, one of the things that really has impacted me in this book, and I'm just only a couple chapters in, I started it last week, um, is just the idea that, like, Jesus's heart and even his enemies have self-attested to this, that his heart is for the sinful people. And I don't know why it has so impacted me in the sense of like, because uh, I think I even shared a very similar kind of devotional thought not too long ago, uh, you know, Jesus coming for sinners. But that, it, it is so against my normal, mundane, practical life. That that to be sinful is to be the target of Jesus's heart, like to to be someone who carries burdens that that feels shackled, that keeps tripping over himself, that feels weak, that that would be someone Jesus's heart goes towards. That feels that feels different. In other words, it's so easy for me to think that those who have tripped less this week. Those, those who have kept a pretty steady step, those who have figured things out more this week than they did last week, that that's whose Jesus, that's whose, whose heart Jesus is beat, Jesus's heart beats for. I'm so confused right now. Um, 
but we don't get that picture from 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 the scriptures. We get the picture from the scriptures that it's those who can't lift a finger for themselves. It's those who literally get to the end of their rope. It's it's those for for who like sin is a constant struggle and a pervasive enemy. Like those are the ones that Jesus's heart yep. gravitates for. Yeah. And so therefore it's it causes Jesus to be grieved. It causes him to feel compassion. It causes him to be moved. It causes him to like move closer. He he mm-hmm. actually physically draws closer to these people. And I just I don't know. I've just been like really trying to get my heart around that and yeah. be okay. I know this sounds like this sounds bad, but like to be okay with being a sinner and not feeling like I'm moving too far beyond that. And it's not again. It's not that we d- we don't believe in progressive sanctification. We totally do. But part of progressively being sanctified is realizing how much you need Jesus more and more. Right. Not needing Him less and less. And that's where it's like I don't know. I keep I keep running into that thought. And I'm thankful for the for the book for that reason. And thankful ultimately for Scripture for constantly <coughs> helping us to s- to see yeah. Jesus' heart. The whole incarnation of Jesus is demonstrating this very thing. Yep. That His heart is for those who he would have to die for. He would have to pick up the pieces of their life for. And um, we kind of discussed this in our in our elder conversation. We mentioned it during the break. Um, that as we minister the gospel, that we're not, we're not ministering from a place of having moved on from the gospel. Yep. That we're, we're ministering from a place where we are constantly recognizing how much we shouldn't be qualified, how much we shouldn't be entrusted to this position because yeah. of our lack of fill in the blank and that the spirit qualifies us. Jesus himself and his work qualifies us. And all we're simply doing is just, you know, clinging onto the heels of the divine as it were. And, and that's kind of, yeah. that's kind of how I want my ministry, my life to be shaped, but I'm so bent towards yeah. the self-improvement and, and moving away from needing Jesus. Well, and, that's, um, but yeah. that's the essence of sin is legalism. I mean, yeah. it's just like that, that legalistic mentality that somehow I have to have a say. My, my way matters. Yeah. Um, my way counts for something. Yeah. My righteousness has to count for something. That's right. Look, look. I have something And to Jesus offer. goes like, no, no. Yeah. And he does so in a gentle and lowly way. Now, it's, you know, the, the book has certainly gotten some, some, um, some flack. And it's, it's disappointing that the... You know, because, you know, Jesus also lived out the justice of the Father uh, and his holy wrath against sin. And and I, I, that the dynamic of that, <clears throat> I think, is 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 all true. I mean, certainly he's yeah. holy. And he and mentions that in the book, like right. almost he, every he, chapter. And he like, does. Here's what I'm not saying. But yeah. Yeah. But interesting. But. We, we don't like the fact, on a regular basis, we don't like the fact that our self-righteousness doesn't count for anything. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. And that Jesus, in many ways, to, for us to be saved, we need a gentle and lowly Savior. Yeah. We and need I, that. I need that gentle and lowliness in my own life. No, so, right. Because right. I'm not normally gentle and lowly. No. I'm usually... High and exalted. In well, our and, and frustrated and mad and, you know, yeah. and cocky and yeah. you know and it's just all that stuff that i just go like no i i get to yeah. repent and turn yeah. to him um and pray pray like mad that god will make me as even as i get older i think i i just i don't i i struggle even more with my own sinfulness but i also struggle with this anger and frustration idea because 
it's it's harder the battle is harder yeah um, and we're getting wearier yeah so we're getting tired out yeah so anyway recommend the book more importantly recommend the savior the savior right um it's 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 it is a helpful curb to our our constant legalism yeah. so yeah he's risen man he is he's risen he's risen he's indeed. risen indeed that's for sure celebrate uh, hard lean into him this week and uh, see the resurrected savior for you yeah and, uh, we'll catch you next week on the sipshaniri thanks guys for being here good chatting Bye. with you today good chatting with you Shani. all salon d'ombre